see more innovation in packaging and processing at Pack Expo International than anywhere else in the world. It's the show that defines where the industry is headed, with the solutions that define where your business can go. Discover cutting-edge packaging technology, processing equipment, new materials, sustainable solutions, supply chain resources, and much, much more. You'll walk away with innovative solutions to challenges big and small. Register at PackExpoInternational.com. You're listening to Unpacked with PMMI, where we share the latest packaging and processing industry insights, research, and innovations to help you advance your business. Hi, and welcome to Unpacked with PMMI. I'm your host, Sean Riley. Leadership is often confused with title, position, or status, with many thinking that to lead, you need to be in charge. The CEO, the president, the vice president, someone in upper management. Our guest on this episode, Jonathan Darling from Schneider Electric, is tired of this old and antiquated view of leadership. He will help you learn how to not only become a great leader, but how you can make a massive impact on your companies and communities, even if you're not the boss. So with all the fancy introductions out of the way, welcome to the podcast, Jonathan. Thanks, Sean. Thanks for having me on. Uh, The pleasure is all ours. Before we dive into um, all the things around leadership that we're going to be talking about today, why don't we get a little bit of background for the listeners? I guess if you could just tell us a little bit about how you got started in the packaging and processing industry, and then I guess how you got into sales, just kind of, you know, a little blueprint there for people so they know who they're listening to. Sure. Yeah. It's, It's interesting, Sean. I never had any intention of being in this industry. I didn't even know this industry existed. Join the club. And yeah, it's it was incredible. Back in 2010, I was actually running uh, fitness centers and, and running gyms. I'd been an exercise science major in college and a friend of mine from high school, one of my best friends from seventh grade, a guy by the name of Justin Clark, called me and he said, hey, I have been working at this facility supply and packaging supply distribution company, you should come move to Knoxville, Tennessee and sell toilet paper with me. (laughs) And I literally thought that sounds like a really crappy job. Yeah. Right. Who wants to do that? So I said, yes. And moved to Knoxville, Tennessee, started in facility and uh, supplies and and started realizing very quickly that I loved being in manufacturing facilities and helping those facilities, you know, improve what they were doing from an operational standpoint and ended up, you know, doing that for several years, got recruited to a great company called Lantec and, and worked my way up through there and, and into a leadership position. And, and then now have been for the last eight months working as a, uh, market segment leader for North America for Schneider Electric. And I look back on almost 15 years in this industry, uh, 13 years in this industry and go, wow, I can't really imagine ever doing anything else and really beginning to focus on how do I make 
the positive impact on an industry that has been so incredibly great to me and my family. Wow, that's that's a, a very fascinating opening there. Like I wasn't expecting it to go in that direction. That is a very interesting path that you took, as well as you know your willing your willingness to give back. So I guess with kind of that in mind, what are some of the things that you see? Let's particularly aim at you know younger professionals. What are the things that you're seeing? that the challenges that they're facing in this manufacturing that you've come to love? Yeah. When I came into the industry and as I, as I started really developing my skill set in sales and, and really starting to grow there, you know, there was, there was one thing that I really wanted. I wanted to be a sales manager to lead a sales team. That was just, you know, a, a bunch of just awesome, incredible salespeople. And we were just accomplishing great things and blowing numbers out of the water. And so everything I was doing at that point in time was, was working towards being the absolute best salesperson in the company that I was working at. I wanted to beat everybody. I wanted to have the best numbers. I wanted to have the most sales, the most growth. And I would, I was constantly having these conversations of, I want to be a sales manager. I want to be a sales manager. And I think it's similar to what people are facing today. They come into a position, they come into the packaging industry and they want to make an immediate impact and they want to grow through the ranks. They want to uh, exceed at what they're doing and, and, and excel at what they're doing and, and go in and make this big impact so that they can be elevated and promoted and all of these things. And, and, for me, what I'm finding is, and what I found over my career is that as we come in and do those things, we lose sight of how we can truly make an impact in that, and that how we can truly lead our companies to create incredible change in, in, in what we're doing. And, and a part of that is because we don't truly understand what it means to be a leader. We don't understand what it means to actually lead and and so for me, I think that's part of the biggest challenge with people coming in today. They want to be leaders. They want to make an impact on their company and make an impact on the people around them. And they think they have to wait or have a certain position or title or status to be able to do that when that's actually not the case at all. So this kind of, I guess, lends to the two things, I guess, come to mind. The first thing I'm thinking is when you're saying that everybody is kind of coming in young and wants to be elevated and move up to these higher um, leadership positions, they're kind of missing, I guess, the everyday contributions that they're making and how that is significant. And I guess the other kind of question I have with that is how do they frame that to to realize that that's something on a day-to-day basis that positions them as a leader? I think we've drastically watered down the definition of what a leader is. I think, especially within the corporate context, Sean, I I believe we've made leadership and the ideology around leadership that it is a title position or status. And that in order to be a leader, you have to be in this certain position, in this certain place, have this certain title. And that's just... 100% not the case. And what I think most people miss is, is one, it's not even about your production that allows you to make an impact in your company. It's about how you elevate the people around you. It's not about the, the sales dollars that you're bringing in. 
It's how are you making an impact on the people around you and helping elevate them to be the very best that they can be. And to me, we, we get so focused on self, self-promotion, self-production, um, self-development that we miss what's truly the most important, which is the greater good and helping elevate others around us. Okay. So then I'm, you know, an emerging leader that I, and I'm, I'm trying to make an impact on my team or, or in my, you know, company, my operations, what's my plan or what's my way of going about that? Knowing that I'm, I'm not the person in charge. I'm not the manager. I'm not the boss. Sure. Well, it's, it's, really beginning to realize, Sean, that um, even without the title, you can be a leader through how you show up every single day and the energy that you bring to what you do. Um, you know, I've, I've been in being in this industry as long as I have. The one thing that's pretty consistent, even in roles that haven't been, quote unquote, you know, uh, titled leadership roles, people will have always said, man, John, the energy that you bring, the excitement that you bring, like it, it just seems like you really love what you're doing. That's so infectious. And that's 100% true. People don't realize that their positive energy is infectious just the way negative energy is. Negativity is 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 just like a cold. It can make people sick. It can, you know, if you look at the, the studies out there and the different statistics, um, having a negative attitude and, and being a negative person can actually increase your risk for heart disease, increase your risk for cancer. You're sick more often. You miss more days of work. And we have a lot of people in this world that don't realize that the ability to, to control their attitude and, and how they show up is theirs and theirs alone. You know, uh, one thing we say here in the Darling household, uh, my wife and my kids and I, that our circumstances don't dictate our attitudes. We choose them. And so being able to show up with that positive energy every single day, knowing that that's a choice that you can make, regardless of what's going on around you or how hard things are, that energy becomes infectious and people want to be around you because, you know, there's a quote that says a rising tide lifts all ships. When you walk in and you have a positive energy about you and you have this positive attitude, it is infectious and it actually raises the level of, of energy in a room and actually can help reduce stress and anxiety with the people around you. And so that's one thing that I would say to these young people is when you show up, how are you showing up? Are, are people better because you're there? Is the energy elevated because you're there? Is the, is, is there a more positive atmosphere because you are there? And that's one way that you can start leading and creating influence where you work with the people around you without even having a title. Okay. And I, I'm in complete agreement and I understand exactly what you're saying, but I'm going to go with it. the first thing that pops into my mind, thinking about, you know, companies and how things have traditionally been run, which I think is what you are kind of trying to fix and are sort of butting up against is how do you deal with the negativity that might be already on top that might already be in charge that is kind of purveying down and you're coming in with this positive attitude and trying to 
to make things better and and you're trying to lead by example and stuff like that and it's it's being met with a resistance from above and b possibly resentment well i think one of the things that you have to realize is that when when you lead without position or when you're not the boss as uh, you know mm-hmm. the it's still important for you to lead up your to your boss so you know there's a it takes a lot of courage to be able to sit down with your direct supervisor or your leader and have a conversation with them about how they can best lead you. And I truly believe if we want to be led a certain way, or if we want to see, you know, a more positive atmosphere, one of the ways to do that is have the conversation with the person that we're reporting to about how you need to be led and about how you are energized through a positive outlook. And the thing is, is people aren't always going to be positive. People aren't always going to respond to it really well because regardless of what people think, you can look at all the studies. It's not the cultural norm in business. And especially in the packaging industry, what I found more than others that are more resistant to this idea of positive leadership. Um, It's typically been more of a dictatorial or power-based leadership. And, you know, so, so it's having that conversation with your boss about how you need to be led. The other thing is showing up every day, regardless of what anybody else is doing to be your best and to operate at your best. And that takes a lot of courage and you have to be willing to show up and be consistent every single day in that positive attitude, because what's going to happen is if you show up and you're consistent every single day, people are going to start noticing. And the people who are creating the most resistance, eventually they're either going to jump on board or I hate to say it, you're going to realize that this probably might not be the best company for you. And you look for somewhere else that has a better fit culturally where that positive environment is created from the top down. Yeah, and that's that's where I was hoping you were going to go, and that's where I was kind of curious. Is that, and I'm I'm with you on the on the, the the leading, you know, from not being at the top of the chain and and trying to to build yourself up and build everyone up around you through your you know positivity through the your everyday actions. And I was just curious, which you just kind of answered, is how do you determine where you can only go so far with that before it. You know, you're starting to it's starting to affect you. You know, it's becoming a negative for you that you're realizing that I am doing this and it is not it is not uh, being rewarded. It is not being appreciated. It is not, um, you know, helping things. How you just basically kind of said it just gets to a point where maybe the culture is just not the place for you. Yeah. And, And I think one of the things that we have to realize is, you know, when you're leading, when you're not the boss you know, as, as I like to say, and your, your focus is on caring for the people around you and helping elevate them and influencing positive change in their life. You know, the, the ultimate goal, I, I truly believe this, Sean, that, that we, we were all created with these unique and special gifts, talents, and skills in our ability to operate within those gifts, talents, and skills at the highest level is ultimately determined by two things, our willingness to do so and the environment that's cultivating the possibility of that. And so, you know, it's not about getting recognized for being an influential, positive leader to the people around you. If you're doing it for that, if you're doing it for the recognition 
or the promotion, then it's a selfish endeavor because that's ultimately about you. If you're doing it because you truly care about the people beside you and you want them to be better and you want to help them become the person that operates at their best at all times, then then really you don't you don't worry about being recognized for it. You recognize the impact for each individual that you're making. And I and I think that's one of the biggest things for me is how are you impacting people? And I, I call it micro moments, massive impact. How are you how are you creating a positive exchange where that person is better because of that interaction with you? That small interaction. It could be the person at the gas station that you're engaging with, seeing them right there, realizing that there's someone who has incredible value and you are speaking life and positivity and encouragement into that person, being there for that person if needed, man, that's that impact. You don't need to be recognized for that because you're going to see it and you're going to feel it. I mean, it, it's holding a door for somebody that, that little interaction that everybody has every day that, that can, I, I hear you. And I, that, and I appreciate that. I guess to, to, I'm just curious, this is just something to, to flip it from the other end. What do you say from, you know, as a, a guy who clearly knows, you know, leadership and how do you flip this to the, to the people that are currently in charge and are resistant to this? Well, one, I think, you know, Bob Chapman, who is an incredible leader in the packaging industry, uh, uh, Barry Way Miller, he wrote a book called Everybody Matters. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that he says about leadership, I think is incredibly true. And I think the question ends up having to be, what's your goal, right? Because what Bob Chapman says is that management is the, is, is the manipulation of others to achieve a selfish goal where leadership is truly caring for the people who have been put in your care. And so I think the question ends up being, what's your goal as a leader? Is your goal just to achieve numbers, profit, margin, revenue, which look, none of those things are bad things, but what's your goal as a leader? Is it that, or is it to, to make a positive impact in the lives of those that you steward and helping them become the best versions of themselves that they can be? Because I believe, and then, and this, the statistics show it. Deloitte, uh, McKinsey, all, all these all these companies have studied this, is that when the investment is into the people to care about them and develop them as a, as a person, as a whole, not just the person in a role, but the person as a whole, uh, productivity goes up, revenue goes up, sales go up, you have a drastic reduction in, in absenteeism, employee engagement goes up, Everything improves when the focus is the people and caring for them versus just caring about the numbers. Mm -hmm. And so I guess my question would be for those people who are hesitant to it, what's your goal? Do you want to blow your numbers out of the water? Do you want to have incredible growth as an organization and, and sell more than you ever have and be more efficient than you ever have and be more productive than you ever have and have less employee turnover than you ever had before? Then maybe if none of those things are changing because of the way that you're currently doing things, you know, Michael Jackson said it best. If you want to change, you know, then you might want to look at the man in the mirror and make a change. Okay. I, I, I hear you. And I, uh, and I think that would be the, 
perfect way to put a button on this conversation. Um, I really appreciate the time that you took. Uh, I went a little over um, in talking to you by asking a couple additional things, but I'm, I'm, I'm appreciative of you giving us some uh, answers on both how people rising in the industry can can learn to be leaders and can lead from within, as well as some things that the people in charge might want to, like you said, take a look in the mirror about and and see that you know both sides can change in terms of uh, leadership. So with that, I just want to thank you again, Jonathan Darling, for uh, coming on the podcast with us. Thanks for having me, Sean. Thanks for letting me share my message. And uh, uh, love PMMI, love what, what you guys are doing. And, and thanks for letting me be a part. Please rate, review, and subscribe. To do that, go to the iTunes podcast or Spotify app on your phone and search for Unpacked with PMMI.